So today is the day, everyone. The day Moon Knight fans around the world have waited years for. The first episode of Moon Knight has launched on Disney+. I'm here with a fellow friend and Moon Knight fan, Jared, to discuss and talk about our thoughts regarding the first episode. So welcome inside the bunker, Jared. Oh, thanks, Keith. Uh, very happy to be here. Uh, this is my first podcast, so I'm pretty excited. So the episode, I know you've been a fan of Moon Knight. Um, you're the only other fan of Moon Knight I know, as far as like like their fandom being just a crazy fandom. Um, so that's yeah. why I invited you on too, and we've been friends for many years. But so tell me a little bit about your introduction to the Moon Knight comics. Like what what got you started into liking Moon Knight in general? So when I was uh, much younger, um, I didn't get to buy many comics of my own. But my uncle, who was about 10 years older than me, uh, he was uh, a pretty avid fan in the, like, the late 80s and early 90s. And like once I knew how to read and was you know, old enough to know to be careful with comics, so probably like 7 or 8, I was allowed to start reading his comics. And one of, like, I, I, I don't necessarily remember like the first comic I ever read, but I do know that like a very, very early one was... I think it's Moon Knight number three, the issue where Moon Knight's fighting uh, Midnight. Okay. Cover. Yep. And uh, like his his all white costume immediately like jumped out at me, and I've always been interested in different pantheons and stuff. So the fact that he was related to like the Egyptian pantheon was really interesting to me, and uh, I. Uh, I didn't get to read too many issues, but it was it was always imagery that stuck in my head. And when I finally got like back into comics in my early twenties, Moon Knight was one of the first characters I sought out. And since then, I've just gone hard on any new series he has. I slowly like filled up filled out the old collection, so I have all the old issues. I haven't read them all yet, but that's a longer process <laughs> <laughs> i know he has a lot of appearances over the years especially a lot of guest appearances you know west coast avengers and every other uh, you know series that he's been a part a of, of yeah a lot of marvel team up a lot of Amazing spider-man like he's he's in everything it seems yeah and this is the greatest time i know i'm i'm like you i've been a moon knight fan for at least what probably 30 i would say 31 32 years that i've been reading mm. moon knight and just this is like the golden age for moon knight right now i mean obviously he has a television show you know he has the moon knight ongoing series right now that's amazing i love it but uh, this... black white and blood is yeah. an upcoming series that is not out yet um he's there's going to be or the, there is a alternate reality moon knight that is currently in avengers forever and in the upcoming uh 2099 uh i think it's just spider-man but uh, there might be other series that are coming out along with that. They're just revisiting that time period. There's going to be a, a Moon Knight of the future in that as well. So I, I think it's only the two core Moon Knight and Moon Knight Black, White, and Blood. I don't think there's a third. Yeah, there was Devil's Black Reign. He had his what his one shot Devil's Reign that came out. I know this past month, but so it was like, but it was like, yeah. wow, there's Moon Knight like all over the place. Which I was, I mean, I'm happy. Yep. I, I, I'm. There's not enough of it. You go years without seeing anything Moon Knight, and then. Now yeah. it's like the golden age for him. So, and there's that's not even counting the statues and everything else coming out. <laughs> but, um, so you, we were talking a little bit before we started recording about uh, you stayed up and watched it 
live pretty much at 3 a.m. Yeah. according to what you said i don't have that kind of um control i would love to but unfortunately i i'm old and i just you know that just happens <laughs> <laughs> so this will have spoiler conversations in this um episode so if anybody is listening and don't want spoilers please turn this off now this is your warning we will be talking about some stuff that happened in the first episode i did not have access to the first four episodes like i know a lot of the media and stuff do have so any fan theories and stuff is literally from stuff I have not read so or anything. So if there's spoilers out there, I don't know them, and I won't be talking about those, but we will be talking about the first episode. So what were your initial thoughts on the first episode? I personally, I loved it. I um, I really uh, – we'll get more into, like, the details on why I loved it, but I, I enjoyed pretty much almost everything about it. There was a couple of nitpicky things I have, but what were your impressions of it? Um, I – the whole journey to get to this episode has been so long because there's literally been rumors for like a decade where it's oh, either he's going to get a movie or uh, a Netflix series, you know, finally ended up being a Disney plus series. But the whole time I've just kind of like, I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. Sure. That'll happen. All right. Yeah, maybe. And I, I guess I'm still kind of in that mode because I'm still scared. That it might be, bad uh you know because they the inhumans are my other favorite characters and they wrecked that i i did enjoy it but i didn't love it as much as i kind of was hoping i would i think i just have so much like internal reservation about letting myself accept that this is everything that's really happened finally <laughs> uh but it, it was very good uh there's a lot to like about it and kind of the same thing as you i have a few like little nitpicky gripes but you know overall I'm, I'm very happy with the product that exists. And I think like the more I get, the more in love I'll fall with this. But it definitely seems like they're on the right track. Yeah. I think the biggest thing I had to go into this with is um, for, for those listening, my wife doesn't know anything about Moon Knight. And I kind of asked for her opinion as well, whether it was after she watched it with me to kind of like say, okay, from a newcomer perspective. And she, she really loved it, loved it. I try to go in with the whole MCU. I mean, everything in the MCU is kind of like its own kind of alternate, you know, take on characters. Same. So, yes. yeah, and that's 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 kind of what I'm going with because, you know, the second I first saw for the first trailer with Stephen Grant and he has, you know, a British accent, he's a gift shop employee, and you're like, okay, this is not like the comics at all. Like, not even close. You know, he's a billionaire. Yeah. You know, he's he's got money, you know. Um so going into it, I kind of had that already. I've kind of, I'm kind of like you in that sense. Like I don't want it to fail. I really, because I would hate for the six episodes to to air, and then it just be shit, <laughs> and then it comes, yeah. you know, and then it, we never hear from Moon Knight again. Like it's like okay, well that was that was cool, but we're not gonna you know use him for anything else. But I mm. I do agree that the the couple of areas that I would say really. I think are going to divide the fans were the whole Stephen Grant persona, which I think he's doing a great job. Oscar Isaac, by the way, is incredible. Like in his portrayal of what he's doing. I mean, the whole sadness, I felt really bad for Steven. Like he, mm -hmm. like the scene with the, um, uh, when he was going to have dinner with the one girl and, uh, the, the, when he realizes two days had passed since he had his little blackout moment, I was yeah. like, man, he is like, this is depressing. I want to give the guy a hug. You know, he's so, he's so like dejected and, and the fact that he portrays that so well. And I was, I was really happy with um the way that he's portraying that. Let's go to the beginning of the episode. So Arthur Harrow, okay. 
as we know, you know, played by Ethan Hawke, is a one-off, like, character from, I think it was, what, Fist of Kanchu number two from 1985, I think was, like, his only appearance. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. For them to choose Arthur Harrow, I thought it was a really interesting choice when I found out, you know, through, you know, reading fan theories and stuff like that beforehand. I thought that was a really interesting choice for a character. Um, I'm kind of, I'm glad they didn't go with, like, a, the Bushman character. I mean, everybody knows Bushman. He's, you know, the, the main, I guess, Moon Knight villain from his early years, but... Uh, what were your thoughts on like them making Arthur Harrow the main character and also changing his like story a little bit? Like he's you know this this cult leader with with um, Ahmed, you know the the god Ahmed that it looks like he's trying to re resurrect or whatever. Um, I was uh, surprised. I I I kind of figured they weren't going to go the Bushman route because there's some kind of like racial intonations in there that are you know fairly negative and. Stuff that right. probably shouldn't be messed with in this day and age. So, I'm cool with them uh, moving past that and bringing up one of his like maybe lesser known villains. I haven't read the Fist of Conchu miniseries, so I actually don't know anything about that character at all. But uh, I I tried to keep it pretty on top of the lead up to the series and reading interviews and like I watched every teaser trailer that came out. But I know his his character yeah, in the yeah. comics is he had he was doing experiments on like on on people to basically create you know monstrosities. So it kind of fits yeah. into that because it looks like the uh, the demon or whatever that thing that was chasing him at the end of the episode uh, was kind of like a creation of him possibly. So that part I believe is the same as far as having powers. So I like he he talked about being kind of a like a cult leader and he was uh, trying to like basically go like David Koresh. Mm -hmm type of approach and i thought that sounded really interesting so i was kind of behind him being in it from the start also i'm a big ethan hawk fan to start with so i was very happy that he was going to be in the movie <laughs> yeah yeah i was i was i was happy when he was uh when he was cast as well it was cool the way he was i've been uh watching interviews all day today um the way oscar isaac actually recruited him in a coffee shop just said hey i'm doing this show called moon knight you want to join me and he mm -hmm. kind of just recruited him to be the role so it was pretty awesome <laughs> delightful yeah that's awesome but um there was a couple easter eggs too uh just to kind of go through the episode but uh the one i noticed the biggest easter egg i kind of noticed was the when he was going through his cell phone with uh yes. john paul frenchy for those yeah, uh, <laughs> i thought that was cool i got super excited yeah i saw that there was actually um and if you go back and rewatch it i actually found this out right before filming this episode or recording this episode that the statue the character that he was talking to at the beginning that the the actor or whatever the, the guy in the gold that he was kind of having the conversation yeah. to that was actually credited in the credits as crawley oh that's awesome like i made a note in my notes as i was watching the episode i was like oh this seems like a, a cool thing is that crawley if you watch the credits it's i forget the actor i think it's like sean scott or something like that but it's actually credited as crawley and it's spelled the same way from the comics so i'm assuming i don't know if it's supposed to be him or if it was just like an easter egg they just threw in there but i thought that was really cool mm. i was like oh well that's that's interesting I but mean, like, he kind of looked like probably supposed to look like an older gentleman with like kind of long stringy hair uh and then the glasses so uh that that was really cool yeah like, I, I actually had to look i'm like is that an actor is that an actual actor? Like, I'm like, is that, was that an actual statue? Cause I, he was really awesome at doing that. But, um, mm -hmm. the other notes I have, the cult of Amet, they definitely give off Hydra vibes. <laughs> like when they, when he, at the, you know, when they're in the museum and, 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 um, yeah. Hera walks in and it's just like, 
you know, they're showing their tattoos. I'm like, oh, this is like Hydra all over again because yeah. the, the way they were portraying that, which I, I was like, eh. I mean, it that was kind of one of my eh moments, but I get it. it he's kind of showing I have power. I have people within my organization that will mm. take care of you if you don't, you know, follow my lead. But yeah, yeah. So that was actually a thing I did like a lot because if um, when you're dealing with like religions and gods, like in cults, like you expect to have followers and like he's not ever if he's going up against another god he shouldn't ever go up against one person it should be a cult of followers like right be kind of an army of them. i did like that a lot yeah i did like when they first show harrow when he was um besides having the walking on glass moment that was that was cool that was a cool like way to okay. open the show but uh yeah when he was doing you know you know the the whole scene in judgments the square in the judgments the... yeah I was very, I was very, I, I like that. I liked his introduction to his character. It was, a, it was awesome. Um, and so I'm, I'm looking forward to, like, what they built in this episode, which is what I really liked. For, the, I, I'm actually shocked they even showed the Moon Knight costume in the first episode with as much backstory that they had to kind of get out of the way. I'm, I'm very glad they did though because I didn't want it to be a thing like Daredevil where like, oh, we're not gonna get them until like the last episode. Oh yeah, that would have been terrible. Yeah, you like all the trailers, all you see is basically all that's from the final episode. That would have been awful. That would not have been good. <laughs> one, one thing I did like too, the use of, and this was from the teasers as well. I kind of was like looking for this as I was watching the episode but the use of mirrors and reflections the the direction yes. of the show is amazing like i love the the whole you know you, everything's mirrored everything's reflected you see the multiple like the the he has the dissociative identity disorder so being able to mm -hmm. kind of you know put that in like when he's walking through the museum and the the two reflections stay there while he's walking through i i love that uh there was one scene uh with that that i liked a lot where um everything's being shown in like the reflection of like a puddle of water uh that that really struck me as being like very visually interesting i like that scene a lot yeah the one right after he was talking to uh what the wannabe crawly or whatever whoever it is yeah that was awesome yeah. i i noticed that too my uh christina she noticed that uh that was one of her things she's like oh that looks like a crescent moon i'm like it probably was i didn't notice it right off the bat but that that's pretty cool um I do love, and this is just a stupid nerd thing, I love uh, the fact that he calls him Stephen Grant of the Gift Shop. I just thought that was funny as hell. <laughs> he kept on referring to him, he's like, okay, Stephen Grant of the Gift Shop. You know, it was uh -huh. just, I, I don't know, I just wrote that down as kind of like a, a funny thing. But, um, so what, before we go into, like, questions and, like, like negative things about the show, were there anything mm -hmm. else that you kind of, like, th saw or observed that you really liked about it? Um one of my favorite lines in the whole episode was when he was talking to uh, the little girl and he he's talking about the uh how your heart needed to be weighed to get into the afterlife and she's like oh well did it suck like being rejected from the fields of whatever i can't remember the name of it <laughs> uh but he's like well no that's not right he's like i'm not dead am i <laughs> am i and you know, the first am I is like that's just the how like the little British slang, and then he's like, no, wait, am I dead? Uh, so that's a really cool allusion yeah. to the fact that he's like died and come back before. Right. Um, um, I really liked the uh, the medium speed car chase. Uh, it was not a very fast <laughs> car chase, and then the uh, the lady driving the ch the chicken flipping <laughs> him off. And he's like, oh come on, everyone is so mean to Stephen. Uh, like. All of his bosses are terrible. Uh, like, Don is awful. She's not a good boss. And then Conchu is also very mean. Yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that, I think one of my favorite lines, um, I forget if it was, uh, like, again, I'm going to rewatch it probably tomorrow night, but, um, when they're in the gift shop and like he's he's talking to Donna and she, and she makes the comment to like you're you're never gonna be a tour guide and he's like oh well that's disappointing or or that's I forget he says something that I I was like okay that was funny as hell the way he the way he said yeah. that he was just like oh well that's disappointing and then he went off to his own story but it was just it's funny it was it was enough comedy to kind of keep it light but not overdoing it you know um, yeah which I like I I don't need I mean Moon Knight doesn't need the whole lot of comedy to make Moon Knight no. So. Uh, one other one other thing that like stood out to me was uh just as a like this is an outrageous scene was when he you'd mentioned it before he missed his date and like he realized like oh it's it's been two days um the like he he's like he finally tells the waiter like oh well, I guess I'll have a steak and he's kind of puttering <laughs> about like how he wants it and the guy's like I'll just put you down for well done what person who works at a a steak place tell someone they want their steak well done like <laughs> no you want medium rare or rare that's it like, <laughs> I, I, I like his reaction too if he's just like yeah i want the best the best one like or whatever like yeah. the way he said it i was just like oh my god and i felt so bad for him like that was a great scene that was probably one of my favorites but um yeah he, he was very sad and dejected and like uh, oscar isaac is pulling that off so well like uh him as Stephen Grant is super believable. Yeah. He, he really disappears into that role, and it's not like any of the other characters he's played before. I know, and you can see, too, because you only see, I mean, the Mark Spector, you know, uh, personality come out in, like, what, the very end of the episode, a little bit in the middle, and then towards the very end. But yeah. you can definitely tell there's, like, it's totally different. <laughs> totally different, you know, mm -hmm. his, his, his accent, the way he's, you know, the, his gusto because he's a mercenary so you can tell yeah uh, the way he carries himself like, yeah. like his posture is different yeah it's it's gonna be great yeah. i hope i and and i'm curious too and that's to go into our predictions later if, if they're gonna get into any jake lockley later you know into the show but um my another thing i did love actually it, i kind of put it lower in my notes but um i love the end the end credits the end credits you know it kind of had a very james bondy type of feel to it i love the like, I don't know if you watched the end credit part, but um, with sh with showing, you know, like Oscar Isaac had the his three faces kind of going out to kind of represent his three different personalities and stuff. It was really, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, I always get into that kind of stuff. I don't know. I'm, I'm weird. But um, uh, no, the all the end credits for all the in, uh, Disney Plus MCU shows have been fantastic. Like, mm -hmm. they're very visually interesting and they really draw you in um i i did notice the same thing with uh all the different faces that steven had and i wonder like they haven't really talked about jake lockley at all in any of the promo material or mm -hmm. anything so i'm wondering if they'll get to his character or if they'll kind of drop him out so it could either be you know jake steven mark or steven mark moon knight like moon knight could be that third face right it's there so i'm i'm interested to see how or how it goes from here. I can see, and I've kind of was throwing this theory out to a friend of mine. Um, I could see Jake showing up as like a end of the sixth episode slash end credit scene character as yeah. kind of like a once they've already established that okay he has the Mark personality, he has Stephen Grant, he has Moon Knight and Mister Knight. If you want to go into that route, but um, I can see mm -hmm. him being like a, a a another figure, like he gets into a cab and he like sees himself. Or something, you know, some, something like that. I could, I could see them doing something like that, which would be cool because it'd be like a, it would question fans that don't know the character, like, oh, what, what's going on? But then those of us that do know would be like, oh, that's awesome, you know. But yeah. 
yeah, I don't think it's probably going to be something they probably focus on because it's already a lot of baggage for this character to kind of go through. But, <laughs> but mm. uh, as far as things I didn't like, um, and it took some getting used to. Some of it's not not necessarily I didn't like it. I just I I'm, it's kind of like a wait and see approach. I'm not a huge fan. I love F. Murray Abraham, um, but he is an excellent actor. I'm not a fan yet of Conchu's voice. It came off to me as too Venom, like. It, it sounded like I was watching Venom. If I closed my eyes, like it sounded like Venom's voice from the um, Tom Hardy Venom movies. And, and I'm not sure yet how I feel about that. I, but in retrospect, he was only in it a little bit. I mean, he only spoke a few lines. So it could be just, you know, I just haven't seen enough of it to hear it. But what were your thoughts on that? Uh, I had actually had a very similar note in that I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or at least, like, right off the bat. Because that's not what I've ever imagined him sounding like. I've never imagined him having, like, kind of a deep... The baritone voice it, to me it's always been like kind of like a whisper yeah uh, kind of like because of the egyptian themes like you know like shifting sand kind of thing like, i've just never imagined him to have, being so forceful uh but i it, i don't i don't think it's a bad voice it's just gonna take some getting used to it's not what i was expecting yeah i think too uh with the way it's it's really hard to portray when they're doing like voices inside your head in any kind of media movies or anything it's hard to get that right sometimes yeah. like it's just hard to mm -hmm. kind of portray it. it it kind of it was like an other world worldly like sound to it like watching it and i'm like yeah. okay it's supposed to do that he's a god but i get it um i i hope that in the upcoming episodes maybe they you know i'll, I'll feel differently about it i just wasn't a huge fan of that uh this wasn't a complaint i know a lot of fans will uh, complain one way or the other are people that don't aren't a fan of Moon Knight that he only shows up for maybe 10 seconds of screen time and I was actually reading an interview before filming this that they said that if you're looking for the whole series as a whole if you're looking for Moon Knight as the character of Moon Knight you know showing up in costume beating the hell out of people for six episodes you're going to be sadly disappointed which I'm, which I'm happy yeah. about I'm more interested in Stephen Grant and 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 Mark Spector and all that so mm. I didn't have a problem with it I can see people being like oh well this is it. Last ten seconds, he shows up. You know, didn't have a problem with that though. I I thought it was fine. Like it, with the superhero shows, it is kind of a, a mixed bag. Like that, the character is still the focus, but you're not necessarily going to see them in costume all the time. And I've just grown accustomed to that over the years because you know you had what Iron Man three, uh, Robert Downey Jr. was Iron Man in that for like. 15 20 minutes of a, of a two-hour movie like he uh right they barely put on their costumes or hide their faces in these things so it's yeah and, and plus know, it looks like how it's done. it looks like moon knight's costume at least his moon knight persona not the mr knight one but um it's very cg mm -hmm. heavy so it probably cost a lot of money to to do that it looked like it was at least at least the yeah. cape and everything so um i could see them kind of maybe taking a step back there but it's more about the characters anyways mm -hmm. uh I love the horror vibes. I do. Lo I do love that. I love because yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan of horror, and I just love this new corner of the MCU that they're getting into because there hasn't been anything kind of like it. And I think that that's that's what excites me the most. If as long as it stays that way, and as you said at the beginning of the episode, it's it, the next five episodes will dictate whether this is a, a massive success or not. And I feel like that. Yeah. You know, that's that's what I'm looking for. I, I love horror. I want like Blade. I want Moon Knight to be, you know, Ghost Rider, the, <laughs> that type, like an actual good representation of them, you know, to to actually have something going in the future. So what do you feel about 
the MCU connections. I know a lot of, like me personally, I'm glad there isn't many MCU collect connections in the first episode. I, I don't think it needs to. It's not, it's a character nobody's, most people have never heard of, you know, to be realistic. And, and them watching it probably won't, you know, don't know anything about Moon Knight. So what are your thoughts on that? Um, this, this is kind of informed by like stuff I've already read. Okay. Um, like, I, I'm honestly not expecting to see any. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I have already read that like it's not supposed to be connected to the larger MCU at all, which is kind of disappointing because I would love to see like a Midnight Suns team or something with mm-hmm. you know Blade and Ghost Rider eventually, you know having them team up. Um, but Moon Knight can exist fine on his own without any of that as well. So uh, he's not a character that really like needs it or benefits from it. He's while he's had a lot of like team-ups uh with other characters before like n- none of his core story is really reliant on anyone else like he's he's even within the marvel universe he kind of like is stands apart yeah he's very much a loner <laughs> i mean for those he doesn't mm-hmm. like to play with others if that's <laughs> if that's the proper <laughs> terminology <laughs> but um but no i i i kind of agree in the fact that i would like to see him like if if i ever saw moon knight on the big screen i'd you know, I'd be the happiest person, you know, and you and me both would be very oh, yeah. excited to see that. <laughs> but in that sense, I'm glad that this is a six episode series, as I was alluding to earlier, because again, there's a lot of backstory, a lot of things they have to get into with him. And, and to do that in a two or even a two and a half hour movie, if they wanted to make it that long, it's just too much. It's just, you know, to try to, to try to explain. So I'm glad that at least he's getting his opportunity. So hopefully this will lead into something more MCU heavy, but I, I I'm okay with them not overdoing it at least at the beginning maybe tie something in at the end or something you know but but we'll see um and i do think as far as um i know that this has been like a hot topic and uh, lately on like twitter and and social media in general about whether mark's uh, jewish heritage will be mentioned or expanded upon later on they have said yes Mm -hmm. that that is going to happen and like for and towards the end of the series and i know a lot of people were Mm -hmm. wondering that to go um, Ford and I'm pretty. I don't know if you've read any of those reports as well or not, but uh, I, I I had actually seen con- conflicting things where originally I was seeing stuff where it was saying like um, it, it's not going to be a focus or it's like kind of them just dancing around this the fact right. that they, it, they're not going to get into it. Um, but uh, if you go on the IMDb page and like just scroll through the first like bunch of actors, there's two other people with the last name Spectre, so I'm assuming those are actually his parents. Right. So I do think it is going to have a flashback to his childhood and show you know, his father being a rabbi and you know, his mother in whatever role she's there in because she's not in the comics ever, really, yeah. as far as I can remember. And, and yeah, to speak about his mom, I know he there was two you know phone calls to his mother. I'm pretty sure just my prediction is probably talking to Mar- Mark probably set that up as kind of a way to keep his uh, that's my theory at least that he's probably set up this like he's thinking he's calling his mom but it's actually mark you know his personality setting that up to kind of have someone that he can kind of call and talk to and kind of relate to to kind of keep him kind of grounded i think that i, I don't yeah. know if that's true but I, that that's what i got i got from it as well but i mean well he, he hasn't actually spoken to her he's only leaving her voicemails right um so yeah he, he's just he's definitely just talking to a machine it's kind of like well whose machine is it then yeah um the jake or mark mark setting yeah. it up makes uh, a lot of sense i like that idea yeah that's um the that's other just thing i want to know is like did uh did 
did Mark essentially send himself a postcard because he also gets a postcard from his mother. One thing he puts up on the Gus's fish tank. One thing I did notice, and this was actually um, from my wife actually noticed it. The the postcard that he was setting up is sold at the same gift shop as the museum that he works at. So that oh. so FYI, if you go back and rewatch it, yeah, check that out. It's pretty it's pretty interesting. That's so, a good catch. Yeah. So she noticed that. She's like, I think that's the same one. And she's kind of the one that kind of pushed me in that direction of like, oh, um, by the way, I think it's probably Mark setting that up. And I was like, oh, that's a good. I didn't even think about that because I was just thinking um, maybe they're going to introduce his mom or something. I wasn't thinking anything other. But I was like, that's an interesting catch. But yeah, so I'm wondering if he's, you know, purchasing those per- postcards as Mark and then, you know bringing them over and everything kind of like the fish the whole fish thing that that was cool i, I like the whole yes. th- th- that that was a pretty interesting um poor, dynamic. Poor gus. oh poor gus yeah <laughs> with his one fin i do like yep. to um i'm glad and i'm wondering in my uh, i guess to go into prediction time i i'm hoping slash predicting that i that they'll show kind of the 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 blackouts in this episode maybe go back and mm-hmm. show those same scenes with Mark when Mark took over to kind of show what what that dynamic is like what happens when he does blackout I I don't Mm -hmm. know if they're going to do that or do like a whole episode from Mark's perspective as we just got this episode from Steven's perspective I don't know but Mm. I really hope they do um that that was kind of like one of my big nitpicks about the this first episode is that there, there's so much action that happens that we don't get to see because we yeah. are strictly following Steven. Uh, yeah. Steven and every time he blacks out we black out with him and then we are coming to with him as well and just in the middle of things that are happening it's like well it seemed like something really cool just happened and I feel like I missed out <laughs> so an yeah. episode from Mark's perspective would be uh, like from the Crown like that's exactly what I think the show needs to continue i hope they don't do the blackout thing every episode i know at some point they have to stop doing it right uh but yeah i'm actually surprised uh, um i know they've made a big focus on layla uh that character who, who's uh, correct me if i'm wrong a brand new character that's never been in the comics that i know of right? i believe that is correct yeah so i know a lot of people are comparing her to marlene but i don't think that that's what they're going with i'm, I'm pretty sure because at that point why not just introduce marlene <laughs> but um I don't know what yeah. her story is or what what's going on with that, but uh, she was only in this episode for like her voice was in the episode when uh, he calls or she calls the uh, the number yeah, that, from the mo- from the uh, phone that he found. But mm-hmm. yeah, apparently she's uh, from a lot of interviews and stuff I've heard. She's like a focal point of the series and one of the best parts of the series. So I'm kind of interested to see how that gets implemented in and everything and and their history and stuff. But um yeah my only other prediction was the jake lockley i think he will show up in some way that persona but um i guess with only one episode it's kind of like i don't know where the story's going i kind of get the whole idea with the with the um with the scarab you know they're trying to you know resurrect ahmed and and Kanchu doesn't like that (laughs) so basically you know he's using using mark to kind of you know to to stop that from happening so so what do you have any predictions or outcomes or wishes for the series um, well, sort of, um, the, uh, a big one is that, so, uh, Gaspar Ulliard mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. going to be in the show. He plays, uh, Mid- uh the Midnight Man. Yeah. I can't remember his real person name. Uh, 
and the, the show already seems like it is it is like kind of very focused on the whole Harrow and uh, Mark uh, conflict. So it's like, how are they going to fit this other guy in? I'm kind of scared that they're going to completely change Midnight's backstory and turn him into the avatar for Amit because uh, Harrow did mention that at one point Amit did have an avatar like Moon Knight is for Kanchu. And I don't want to. I don't want them to just wreck another character, like to shoehorn that in. Like, if that's the thing they want to do, that's cool. Make a new character to do it. You don't need to take a legacy character and like reinterpret yeah. it that drastically. Yeah, that's um, a, that's a very good point. I never. I didn't even think about that. I know. I know the actor uh, passed away. I know he died in a um, skiing accident. That's playing Midnight. Yeah. Uh, but. Yeah, I'm interested to see. And actually, what's funny, Midnight was actually one, that was one of the first Moon Knight stories I ever remember as a young adult reading. So it, it's it's he's an interesting character, and I'm, it would suck, like you said, if they screwed that up. So hopefully, that's yeah. not, especially too, because it, I don't know if this is going to get a season two or what their plans are, because they keep on calling it an event series. So who knows, you know what could <laughs> what it could be, but I, I think it all depends on like how well it does. Like yeah. I don't think this is going to like turn away. Like, oh, this thing was super popular. Too bad that's the only one you're getting. Like, no, if it if it does well enough, they'll do a second one. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, do you have any other thoughts that you wanted to bring up in your notes that you for this first episode of Moon Knight? I, I do kind of have a concern with the way they're handling like the his dissociative identity disorder in the show because like some of the stuff that happens, like I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> oh, like, <laughs> like um, where. There, where, uh, when he's playing Keep Away with the Scarab from Harrow, and he's like, "Oh, I just, I can't control my limbs. I don't know what's happening." Yeah, like, see, I got from... play for comedy, and I'm like, eh. "Yeah, that that actually was my first cringe scene that I kind of was like the same way mm. where I was getting again Venom vibes. I was getting a lot of Venom, like, oh, oh, yeah. oh let's play Keep Away, and and I kind of got more of the sense that Kanchu was taking him over in that scene, but I'm like, also, I'm like, eh, that's not really comics accurate either. It's it." It was it was a weird scene. I, it didn't need to be in there yeah. like that. It could have been done differently. But yeah, I agree. Uh, one thing that I thought was uh, I- interesting, uh, and it's, it's it's definitely like an editing trick. Uh, in the trailer, when he when the Stephen is in the elevator and he the older woman comes in and he tells her, "Oh, I, I dropped a contact. I'm looking for it." Uh, in the trailer, it's funny. Like it's my favorite part of the trailer because it's a very funny scene and it's like naturally comedic uh he sounds like a lunatic in the show when that scene occurs and like that lady is obviously scared for her life because <laughs> she's like oh who's this crazy man on the floor yeah um, that, yeah it was totally uh, almost i think it was actually almost looked like it was like you said edited differently or filmed differently because it was totally different tone you're correct on that yeah i agree on that maybe they used a different take yeah uh, from the trailer that would make sense too um a a little piece of trivia that i think is interesting uh, kind of backtracking a few seconds. Uh, so now that Gaspar Uliard is going to be in an MCU thing, uh, that makes every actor who has played Hannibal, like Hannibal Lecter, uh, is now in the MCU. Oh, wow. Because uh, Brian Cox from Manhunter was in, uh, you know, the X-Men movies. Well, uh-huh. I guess that's not MCU, but, you know, he's in... Well, technically, uh, with the multiverse now, movie. you never know. So <laughs> Yeah. Um... Then Anthony, Anthony Hopkins, Hopkins is yeah. Odin. Uh, 
Who's the guy from Han the Hannibal show? Uh, Mads Mikkelsen. Matt, yeah, Mads Mikkelsen. He's Caecilius in Doctor Strange. And now Gaspar Huillard, who played Hannibal in Hannibal Rising, is going to be in Moon Knight. So that's a very fun piece of trivia I found out. The more you know. No. <laughs> that's yep. that's awesome. That's awesome. I did not know that. But, um, but yeah, no, I, I'm super excited for where it's going. And, I, I again, I'm going to check out every episode the day of, of course. Um, it's something, again, I like I said, I've if you told me even 10 years ago when the MCU was kind of, well, not starting. It's been out, what, 12 years now? I think the MCU started. Yeah. But it, that there was going to be a Moon Knight television series that was connected to this huge overarching story, I'd be like, yeah, you're full of shit. <laughs> There's no, that's not going to happen. <laughs> but, you know. I literally spent a decade doing that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's not, it's not going to happen. There's always been rumors. Well, it's funny. I know it's just some backstory. I know the second that uh, the whole Oscar Isaac um, casting for for actually playing Moon Knight came out i i was texting you back and forth about it and i know you you even said to me you're like i'll believe it when it's actually like on entertainment weekly or deadline or one of those actual like rep yeah. reputable because you were like i'm not gonna get my hopes up and everything which is a mm -hmm. very valid point you should do that <laughs> <laughs> always check your sources that's that's what i'm saying yeah but but no thank you jared so much for joining me um if you want next week we will be doing this again uh so um if you can join me jared that'd be great uh yeah cool. absolutely i'd love to so awesome so we will be doing another episode for episode two next week which is like april 6th or something like that i think is when the next episode airs it'll be next wednesday um the episode will be up probably wednesday or thursday so please like subscribe do all that stuff if, if you want to you know get a live update on when the show goes live so i appreciate you guys and thank you for joining me inside the bunker take care thanks for having me have a good one